0: This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network.
0: want something. Uh, he's probably drunk.
1: You're going the
2: wrong way! What? You're going the wrong
0: way! He said we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? Yeah, how would he know? Thank you. Thanks a lot. What
2: a moron. What? <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show.
1: I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Wait.
0: Sounded kind of coarse. <laughs> course correction and solution to inflammation today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yeah, course correction and solution to inflammation. Two amazing, amazing, simple truths. So, you know, I've I've come to understand that God has an amazing sense of humor, and I'm sure of that because. One thing I can see is he he, he made Bill Mixon. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill. He's been my friend for years and years, and I wish everybody could have heard our discussion before we started the show. We, he always challenges me. I love that. And so... The solution, interestingly, to inflammation is amazingly loaded. Another reason why I say he's got an amazing sense of humor. The solution to inflammation is amazingly loaded with plays on words. We call those puns. But, oh, 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 I think when you see the wisdom of what I am going to say here shortly, you'll go, oh, that's hilarious. And and, and it's also beautiful and simple. And, like, I like simple. I like easy. So we're going to go there. And so you may have heard Steve Martin and John Candy there. You, it should seem pretty simple. They were going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. It's so amazing. Um, and, and so I don't know about your life, but mine's had some course corrections, and it fits perfectly with the whole idea of the Christian Car Guy show, is, man, if you're going the wrong way, um, you end up where you don't want to be. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's letter is brought to you, I mean, the, today's show is brought to you by two Hebrew letters, both the Shin and the Mem, and you'll understand why here shortly. So, interestingly, in Habakkuk chapter 1, you know, they had, they had ended up where they did not want to go, so they needed a course correction. And, and so as Habakkuk is hearing from God directly, God tells him that the Babylonians are coming and it says they shall come all for violence and their faces shall sup as the east wind and they shall gather the captivity as the sand. And so as I went to study that in Hebrew, it's spectacular. It really, really is. And the idea of all that is there's a great deal of heat involved in this particular verse. And the letter Shin has everything to do with fire. OK, and so violence has something to do with fire, too, as you may have experienced. But as their faces are supping up against the east wind, an east wind dries things out. If you are familiar with how deserts happen, um, it's an east wind that blows all the moisture out of everything. And when there's no moisture, when there's no water, we're getting to a solution here. <laughs> when there's no water, you get a lot of fire. OK. And they shall gather the captivity as the sand. Well, in Hebrew, the word captivity, when I looked at it, I went, oh, that makes perfect sense. Because it is the house of fire. Does that sound familiar? Like there might be a lake of fire coming at the end for those people that, that don't have any water. Um, it, it, it's going to be dry. And, and it's going to be hot. And, and, and so I don't know if you'd ever put it together in English that the word inflammation... <laughs> <laughs> has this big inflamed in it? Okay, it just does. And so, if you have inflammation in your lungs, guess what? Fire. If you have inflammation in your body, fire. Right? What do you What are you supposed to do when you get a fever? Drink water. What are you What are you supposed to do when you're sick? Drink plenty of fluids. I mean, this is this this is so simple. But I don't know if you've ever looked at it spiritually. Jesus told us He is the living water. Right. And the letter mem is water. Mime is the, you can hear it in the sound of it, is water. And so the Torah itself, because the word itself is water, and the Jews have taught this for years and years. I mean, since they had a clear understanding because the word is. So if you're suffering from spiritual inflammation, guess what you need? I'm just saying, it's pretty simple. Put out the fire with water. In fact, the more water you can put on that fire, the better you're going to be. And I can show you another way that that works. It's beautiful. The word shalom, you might hear, it's a shin and a mem. It's that sh sound and that mem, mem, mem sound. Shalom. The mem is the water that's coming in there to quench that fire. Oh, and guess what? The word heaven, shamim in Hebrew. hear the shin and the mem, and oh, the word identity. Or your name is Shem. It's again, it's a shin and a mem. It has everything to do with these concepts. Just simply fire and rain. And what comes from heaven? Usually either fire and rain. And so again, we see these concepts come time and it's this really simple stuff. It's elementary bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it really is. It's just this simple elements. <clears throat> So poor Habakkuk, right? He's got this big question. In fact, the book starts out, the burden that the prophet Habakkuk did see, okay? He's got a burden. And I could spend a lot of time on what his burden was, but he had a question he wanted God to answer, and he was going to stay on his post until he got it answered. So by the time you get to the second chapter, um, Habakkuk, from what the Jews teach, dug a round hole. (laughs) <laughs> and he got down in that hole, which I love this. And he said, I ain't going nowhere till God, you answer my question. And so here's what he actually said to Habakkuk 2, one. We know this is true for sure. It says, I will stand upon my watch and I will set me upon the tower and I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Well, There's a word that's kind of mistranslated, in my opinion, because when it says what I should answer, the actual there, that word there has to do with turning, okay? When I'm reproved, I'm going to change my direction, in other words, and what he's saying is, God, I understand I have a wrong thinking here. I have a wrong desire. I don't understand something, and I need my question answered, and this is a simple question to some extent. We all ask, why God no kill devil, okay? That was what Friday asked <laughs> um in in Robinson Crusoe you might remember that's what's, it's a great question. And he's wondering about the Babylonians why they're going to do all this to his people. Well therein have you ever stood in front of God and said look reprove me tell me you know where am i wrong and then I when I went to study this this idea of reproof and turning right which i could obviously understand i need more water in order to get me get down my inflammation bill. And so this idea of this course correction, if you look in the 145th Psalm, there's this amazingly scary verse that says God will open his hand. It's actually the 16th verse in the 145th Psalm. It says God will open his hand to the desire of every living thing. In other words, you're going to get what you want. Well, then you better be very, very careful what you want. <laughs> I mean, as I thought about the more I thought about that, oh, man, I just started to pray, God, you you got you to gotta help out my warner because my warner is, is just gone awry here. It must be wanting, you know, like, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I need a course correction. I, like, God, what do I do? What do I do? How do I correct my course? And as I was doing that, I remembered the Lord's prayer. And I looked and beautifully in the 145th Psalm when he says he will, he will open his hand to the desire of every living thing. That word desire that's translated there is in Hebrew, razon, which is the same word that when, when it says, thy will be done. In other words, if we can get God's desires, right? And, and we actually, if you pray the Lord's Prayer like me every morning, you're asking God, Get me on the right track here. You're asking for a course correction. You're asking to be reproved. You're you're asking for and that is pretty simple. And look, we get we get it. It's right there. It comes in the package of the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> it's one-stop shopping, I'm telling you, because I'm going to get to the other part of it here in a second. That that really challenges Bill. But my question to you, and I want you to call in and share, is You know, when did you have spiritual inflammation and you needed a a, a change in in direction? You needed a course correction. When did you ask God for reproof? He came through and changed your course. What did that feel like to get that big drink? (laughs) Call us, 866-348-7884.
1: You're listening to The Truth Network and
0: truthnetwork.com.
2: You're going to kill somebody! What? What? Turning we come round
0: right Till turning, turning we come round right Course correction today on The Christian Car Guy and the solution to inflammation in so many different ways. You know, Bill and I... um, we've been friends for many many years and we started out in Christian businessmen's committee and i can still remember that w- there was this video that i i can't remember if it was living proof or what it was it was a, it was a uh, christian i mean it was a um, cbmc video and it showed this guy that was just driving. He had a really important appointment that he needed to go to. <laughs> and he kept driving thinking he knew where he was going and he wouldn't stop and ask for directions, right? And he kept going and going. And the further he went, the later he got. That's before the phone app, though. Well, that was before the phone app and so many different things. But I've never forgotten that, like, wow, how many how many of my desires are driving me in directions that are totally the wrong direction, right? And Some so may even seem unbelievably godly and good, right? They probably do. And so, how wonderful is it that we can pray that God will give us reproof? Like what Papakik asked for is really a pretty neat thing, because we don't naturally—I don't naturally want to be reproved. Do you? It depends on what
3: you mean by reproved, but.
0: Somebody tell me you're going the wrong way. It's just like Bill, I mean, just like John Candy. It's like he's drunk. How does he know where I want to go? I love that. It's just hilarious. So along these same lines, you know, how has this worked out in your life? Either the the idea of spiritual inflammation, and I'm talking about living water, because like I, as I have discovered, the more scripture I've memorized, the more I, I spend time in the Word, the more that my desires get in line, in other words, it all works towards this idea of getting my mind right, and it needs to be right because apparently my desires, God has every intention of filling them. And so, eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth would be the number, and so. There is another part of the Lord's Prayer that, is, that God helped me out well with actually this morning, and I don't want to not talk about this. There is one that has challenged me, and I don't know that I'm not still challenged, but it has always challenged me intellectually, honestly, and God knows this, that when he says, lead me not into temptation, there's a part of me that has always said, and Bill and I have many discussions on this, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't agree with me at all. Well, the I'm time. not sure where you're going. So I'm Here not I'm sure going. I want to agree until I've heard what you've got. Oh, to let say. Let me tease that a minute and then just go to another completely different subject before I forget it, that I had said that we were going to have a Christian car guy theater this episode, this, this week. And it, it was my intention to do that. And all week I had this burden, like the prophet of Back, on my shoulder. Like you got to get this mixed. You got to get it mixed. You got to get it mixed. Well, I went to mix it yesterday and Christian, who is actually the producer of the Christian Car Guy show, who also plays several characters in Christian Car Guy theater, including Hopeful, looked at me and goes, oh, man, I haven't recorded my lines yet. And I said, oh, you just bailed me out, man. <laughs> so I don't have to mix that. To, you know, I just my my mother in law is in the hospital and I just had a whole lot going on. I really, really wanted to mix that episode. But thank goodness for Christian. And he assures me that he's going to get his lines in. And that we're going to get that next well, episode. if it's
3: God's will, it might be that yeah, God there you, want want go. you to get so
0: mixed. You need to know about this. Lead me not into temptation. Here's what you need to know, okay? So I've always wondered, like, God, I know that you're not going to, like, take me by the hand and take me to a place I don't need to go. So why am I praying? It seems like, why, Why God, am I asking you not to take me somewhere I shouldn't go? That That just intellectually has always been a struggle for me. And so I have studied and I've looked and I've searched and I think I finally, oh, I hope this helps you as much as it helped me. If you've struggled with that like I have for years and years and years, and Bill's just grimacing because he doesn't struggle like me.
3: Well, not over
0: that particular He struggles question. over other things, but I've grimaced over that. Like what in the world? Why am I praying that God's going to take me somewhere I know he ain't going to take me? So I studied the word lead a great deal. And I discovered that it's one of those words that, that, you know, and I did this through extensive looking at different things, that when they took the blood into the temple, it, they, they would take it and put it on the altar. And that's the same word in Hebrew. And when I look at Hebrew, for me personally, because it's a picture language, I can feel it rather than just see it. Right now, I, I, I hadn't researched this because you don't ever tell me what we're going to talk about till I get here. But didn't they sprinkle it? It's like it was sprayed all over oh, the altar. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. they would take this blood and they would do that. Well, that word take, right? And when you look at that in Hebrew, it, it, it has these letters. And the reason I'm going to explain this, it helps me. Okay. Because the first letter in that word take is a Well, a has to do with your heart. Okay. And, and so when I saw that lamed, and there's also a het, which has to do with your union, which also has to do with your spirit, okay. And so I, I could see, I could see from these letters what that taking this was a matter of the heart and a matter of 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 my union with Christ and somehow, okay. And so then got the word temptation. Well. If you study this whole thing, a great place to look, by the way, for anybody, it's the 95th Psalm because King David wrote a whole Psalm just on this idea of lead me not into temptation as far as I'm concerned. And and what he actually says in the eighth verse is harden not your heart as in provocation as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. OK, but when he goes to that word temptation, you see, then for me, Robbie, I could see the word temptation in Hebrew. And when I could see it, I could feel it differently for me than you know, as I study these letters, well, the word temptation begins with a mem. And, and, and that means water, right? We've just talked about that, but it also means tons of it. It's, 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 it's a very royal word. It's a, it's a whole lot of something. Okay. And then a somic, which is a very, very strong word uh, that, that like, A horse has got two somics in it because it's a support animal, okay? And it's also a force to be reckoned with. So I saw this mem, I saw this somic, and then a hay, which is telling me that this is something expressed. So as I looked at that, I realized, oh my goodness, that what that is, is actually, it means both things in Hebrew. It means everything you ever needed and absolutely to be erased. In other words, the question that my heart tends to ask is God going to be enough? I'm putting God on trial, and there's the temptation, is to be put into a place, from my standpoint, where I'm asking, is God going to come through? We'll get more into that, and we need your stories. 866-348-7884, 34 truth We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. You're going
0: in the wrong direction.
2: You're going to kill somebody!
0: I know we've covered a lot of interesting stuff. I want to get back to this idea of the Lord's Prayer and see if I can apply it for you. And by telling you this story, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. So, where? And I heard a podcast actually from, from John Eldridge this week that, that talked about how expectations lead to um, bitterness, this hard-heartedness that, that, that um, David is talking about in the 95th Psalm, that you thought that God was going to do something. You know, you had, you prayed, 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 and you thought, well, I thought that God, you know, was going to heal that person. Or I, I, I thought that my marriage was going to be better. I thought, and, and, and God, you know, what's up with that? Like, what? Like, really? And, and so to some extent, God's on trial. And I know you don't, you know, Bill looks at me with these big eyes whenever I say that. But to some extent, that's the case. And so when you do that, that's, I don't want to be there. Because a God is always enough. And that's what he told, this is what he told, you know, Paul when, you know, his head, the thorn in the flesh. My grace is sufficient for you. Okay. And so here's how this looked. Okay. Perfect example. And it works with the Christian car guy, Jesus, labor, love. You know, we help single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And so <clears throat> I had interviewed the, the head of interstate batteries numerous times years ago. And I had asked him, you know, and he was a really nice guy. And he always talked about, you know, how much he loved God and all this stuff. And I just figured he was, you know, on the same page as me. And uh, so I said, you know, I I have single moms and widows. I'm trying to help all the time. If I need a battery, oh, yeah, yeah, just call on me. I'll help you out. No problem. (laughs) So I assumed, right? (laughs) The <laughs> man of his word. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, I I'm not going to judge that situation. I can just tell you what happened because I really put it all on God. Because you know, it wasn't long thereafter. I had a, a situation in Salt Lake City where a lady needed a battery, and I called his secretary, and she said, "Oh yeah, talk to this person." Da da da. And I talked to this person. Da da da. Well, we don't have an outlet in in Utah, so we can't help her with a battery. And I said, oh, "Okay, I understand that." And know, we had the donations. We were able to help this lady with a battery. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So one long thereafter. And I had this lady that had, uh, it was right a few days before Christmas. And she had wrecked her car, thought she had insurance because she had single coverage insurance. You know, when you let your, your coverage lapse bill <laughs> and, and the bank has insurance to make sure that if there's a total loss, they don't lose out. So she thought that that, right? That single coverage insurance was covering her, but it did not. And so she had a horrible accident. Her front wheel was broken. Her battery was broken. And the fender was on the wheel, and she couldn't drive, and she couldn't go to work to even make the payments on the car. And her insurance was obviously not going to cover it because all they would do is, if they totaled the car, that they would pay it off, right? That's to explain the problem. But one of the things she needed was a battery. So I just figured, of course, interstate Battery's headquarters is in Dallas. This is a no brainer. I'm going to call interstate battery and they're going to fix me up. Well, after, you know, 13 phone calls, and this is the week before Christmas. So I don't have a lot of time to try to figure all this stuff out. And I'm going phone call after phone call. They're passing the buck, passing the buck. And at the end, I hate a slow no. Okay. <laughs> I hate it. And they say no. And so rather than get mad at an interstate battery, because I didn't want to judge them, I just got mad at God. I'm like, really? Like, I thought this was, this is a no-brainer, God. I'm like, really, really, really? And I'm screaming, uh, which sometimes we do that, you know, right? And I'm like, God, how, 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 what's up with this? What? And he says to me very clearly, I'll never forget it. You know, Robbie, if you're so um, worried about this lady's battery, you know. Step up, step up, right? But he didn't mean it that way. He meant you need to get this lady some help, and it's going to be more than what you're doing. So I'm like, okay, okay. So I start, you know, I don't have anybody, and I know in Dallas or Fort Worth where this lady lived. I Googled where she lived, and I started to look at body shops that were just anywhere around, and I started calling the body shops that were close to her, thinking that maybe somebody would help us out a little bit, and we'd figure out a way to get it paid for. And so I call this 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 um, place, and I'm like, you know, tell the lady that answers the phone, hi, I'm with the Jesus Labor Love. You know, we help people, single moms and widows. And, and, and we've got this car in your area that needs to repair. And she goes, oh, you're going to have to talk to, and she wasn't very nice, actually. You're going to have to talk to the boss. So I said, okay, I'll talk to the boss, right? And this is actually the first call I made, Bill. So I get the boss, right? i I'm, I'm Hello, sir. I'm with the Jesus Lambert Love. We help single moms and widows and, and help their car. I do the radio show, the Christian Car Guy Show, and da da da. And he says, "Do you mean to tell me that you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio?" And he and he said it in about that tone of voice and with that infl- you know inflammation. Actually, from my point of view, <laughs> it scared me, and I was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> And he says, I'll fix that lady's car. I'll have her on the road today. <clears throat> and I was like, well, sir, it needs a battery and it needs, you know, and I went through all that. And I used to work in a body shop. So I'm like, there's no way you can fix, <clears throat> you can fix this lady's car today. But I didn't say that to him. I was just like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You go. I'm Here's her number. Here's her blah, 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 blah. Three hours later. I get a call from her. He's fixed the car. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. She was driving around, right? Like, God so exceeded my expectation, I was looking for interstate battery to just give me a battery, right? God so exceeded my expectation. It's unbelievable. You're a small (laughs) thinker someday. (laughs) I'm a small thinker all days. But the point is, when you think about that, I love that. I, Lord, don't don't, have me put, don't put me in a place where I put you on trial. And so when you think about what Jesus told Peter and the boys, right, that night in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, pray that you don't fall into temptation. Well, that's exactly what they were going to face, right? They were going to see God himself up on the cross. And, and they were going to think, really? Really, God? And, and they were going to be at that point where God is not enough, like you are not going to pull this off because they couldn't see it coming. And all of a sudden, it just gives me great clarity and great understanding as I pray the Lord's Prayer actually today, like I've never been able to pray it before because I can get in there with my heart and say, okay, I get this. I feel it. I understand it. So we have Nancy is in um, Washington. How great. Nancy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Always so great to hear from you.
3: Well, I I just, so appreciate your um, your focus for today. I one of my mantras now is: it is so frustrating to be this old and like it seems like starting all over again on the road to you know trusting God. Um, so, two things: the the song "Simple Gifts." I hadn't thought about that for years, and the the turning and turning through turning and turning we come out right. Isn't that neat? And that is that is definitely the process as we, you know, get going down the wrong path and we go, whoops, or, or the Holy Spirit goes, Excuse me. And you turn. It, it just that's our that's our life in a sense. We have that horrible battle between ourselves and God, even you know, when we know so much about him. And then um no, I just forgot my train of thought, the big one. Oh, God, is enough. In situations where there's financial, there's marital, there's um, health issues, you know, that just don't seem to go away.
0: No, it's
3: God enough. That is basically the ultimate question that we ask.
0: Right. It's the one that Eve that fell on, right? And Adam did, too.
3: Yes, is God enough? Is everything he is the best for me? And, you know, all others. But anyway, so thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for highlighting that.
0: Well, it highlighted, God did it for me this week, so I would just love to share it. But have you seen the new um, Chosen episodes?
3: I have not. I, I do not have a whole lot of time
0: to watch. I'm sorry, but anyway, I have to tell you the scene in the, and this is the third season that just came out, but they're showing little James because, you know, they're spending time with all the disciples and little James in this drama is, is got a a disability where he can't walk. He's not upright. And so he's sending him out to heal other people. And James comes to Jesus and says, well, you know, Hey, isn't it look a little awkward for me healing other people when you won't heal me? And he goes on to explain to James this beautiful picture of how much he trusts James, that w- yes. w- how cool would it be for this person that is using his weakness to show my strength? And yeah. oh my goodness. I mean, I was just like I don't know who wrote it, but I was This is exactly the same thing. Like Jesus was telling James, you gotta show everybody that I'm enough. That I'm enough. My grace is sufficient for you. So I love that, Nancy. Thank you for calling. You made my day in so oh, you many made ways. No, all right. <laughs> Have a great one. God bless.
1: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. You're going
2: in the wrong direction. You're going to kill somebody. What?
0: Correction today on the Christian Car Guy. How fun this has been. The solution to inflammation. And as I was listening to Michael Youssef, for those of you who are in the Truth Network or other people that heard that just a minute ago, when he was talking about there's always more. Well, the fascinating thing about the letter mem is it also means that very much more. And, and, and what a picture that is, is when you're asking that question, is God enough? Well, he's more than enough. <laughs> I mean, he just is. It's like the solution to information. It's pretty amazing how that works. And it's also amazing to me how the Lord's Prayer is just a one-stop shop to get my course correction and then to make sure that I don't fall into that place where I don't think God is enough. We have a wonderful story. I'm very excited. Coming up for you from an anonymous caller, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Oh, are you with us, anonymous? Can you hear me? I hear I'm sorry. you. No, I hear you. That's
4: great. Big thumb on the mute. Um, I, I didn't quite hear the question in the beginning, so, but I think it's along that. Well, everything's along God's lines. All uh, throughout my life, He has saved me many, many wrecks motorcycle, car accidents, and other without getting into a lot, a lot. Um, So, and then recently, on Tuesday night, I ended up in the emergency room. um, My whole side was uh, numb and and my hands still kind of, but did all the, you know, the testing and all that, the brain scan and, and all that. Oh, and uh, I was having a stroke, and oh, wow. but they said potassium levels had gotten down to because of having COVID a month ago, and possibly the vaccine might have had something to do with it. Anyway, sorry, um, but my potassium levels were 2.6, and a dear friend of mine who was a nurse said that if it goes to 2.5, it could go into cardiac arrest. Wow. And, yeah, so I didn't know potassium was that big of a deal. You know, I did sound like a... You
0: know, yeah, you needed a t- course correction of t- some t- kind, it of sounds like. Yeah, so what happened?
4: Yeah, well, he, he, I, I, you know, I stayed in the hospital. I came I came home that evening. And, uh, well, a few hours later, I was jostled awake, not in a bad way, but just woke up so fast to find, and I went into the other room and turned up the radio, and it was Charles Stanley, uh overwhelming presence, the overwhelming presence. And that's exactly what I felt that I have never felt before in my entire life, and I've had a lot of, thank God, a lot of God moments. Um, this is like, I just had I had to sit still. I just had to sit like, because I couldn't move. Isn't
2: that awesome? So
4: that's, yeah a couple hours later and I truly felt like um, God was um, or was or is healing me um, yeah just this incredible warmth and, and uh, a peace that passes all understanding
0: isn't that so cool uh, that he met you on the radio right there you know I would yeah, lo- oh, well, I'd, yeah. I'd love that because you know you got yeah. up and, and then he was like hey you know, here, it the, is. here here's the good yeah. news. I, you know, I, I got you through the potassium crisis so that you could enjoy this. Yeah. That's so awesome.
4: And that it would be on the overwhelming presence and exactly what Charles Stanley, what Pastor Stanley, was saying was like, because I, I write, and he was talking about how he gets up. You know that he knows he should write it down. He said he, you know, Charles said mm-mm. He said, "Don't wait and write it down." So <laughs> you know, I've got a recorder. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so. That's beautiful. Thank you. No. God bless you all. God bless you, and thank you thank for calling. You. That, that's a wonderful, wonderful story, and you keep up the good work. And Why don't we pray real quick? Lord, thank you for my caller, and I, and I pray that you'd continue to heal her and help her to get um, the, what she needs, both in the way of water and potassium or whatever else, Lord. We know you're providing for what we, what we need, and we pray that you would meet her need and heal her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, you're welcome. All right. We got our friend Sarah Linda is in Port Ordersford, Washington. She's got a poem. I'm excited. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Well, uh, uh, this
1: is, I just wrote this as best I could. But this is, oh, I'm getting an a echo, but that's okay. Okay. Um, it was Sunday night. I went to the emergency room. Really? And uh, and I needed a course direction and solution with directing information that would lead to confirmation of my body's inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a little mixed up in some of the, you know, I'm trying to make it a... a to change the fire of infection to get me in the right direction
2: oh
1: no. <laughs> 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 he goes the great position will help those with the wisdom of how life flows they gave me to to they gave me to the right condition now there I didn't uh, well anyway I didn't get that rhyme but 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 one of that was I I don't know that there's a line that has to go in there, but I don't to uh, uh, oh maybe this is it to 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 chase the fires of infection to get me in the right direction ah (laughs) (laughs) and and, but but here uh, I've got scribbles all over this paper, but plenty water I must take to live my life.
0: For heaven's sake. Oh, wow. Oh, it was lost. Oh, what a gift. What a gift. (laughs) Bill, you got to admit, man. She's punning it really good over there. Uh, Not just punning it, she's (laughs) rhyming it, she's punning it. But, you know, God loves that because he, you know, I have never thought about the word inflammation until, you know, a couple weeks ago when I came across it. It's like, wait a minute, that sounds like hell to me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, your body could be that way. Yeah, it's exactly
0: right. I was like, uh, oh, I get it. Oh, no, the man. <laughs> Then it, water seems like the perfect solution. It just did.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to
0: take the right prescription, And that's the word from the great physician.
1: Come on, Bill. You can join. Celebrate. You need to celebrate. Well,
0: thank you, my dear friend. I'm so glad that you got through another uh, situation in the emergency room, as did our previous caller. So, God, I'm, I'm so grateful. No,
1: that's amazing
0: isn't it isn't it um and my mother-in-law was in the emergency room this week too and boy um and she had all kinds of inflammation and and so fortunately um you know they're they're working on her too so um god is at work no doubt and uh, i am so grateful for you and for your listening up there on are, are you getting the radio station today
1: Oh yes, thank you. Oh, they wonderful! Thank the
0: Lord and thank the station that they're coming in fine. <laughs> Is it KCIA? Is that right?
1: KCIS.
0: KCIS, K-C-I-S. that's K-C-I-S. right, in yes, in K-C-I-S. Seattle. K-C-I-S. That makes yeah. sense. It's in Seattle. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, my friend. We got to run. God bless. Have okay. a great week.
1: God bless. Thank you. Amen. Bye
0: bye. Bye bye. I would say Jesus walked everywhere he went, but I'm going to let Bill have the last word because I don't feel like I'll (laughs) let you talk the whole time. Go ahead, Bill. Well, it's always fascinating to learn all these new things about the Hebrew
3: alphabet and always enjoy being owned. Yeah, my favorite scripture in this is, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, lift up your request to God and the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. I I never really expect him to give me what I ask for,
0: but I sort of hope that it
3: will be far better than
0: I had in my mind. It sounded like water for my inflammation right there, I (laughs) saying. Yes, sir. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. And thank you for listening.
1: This is the Truth Network.